You're listening to the Book Your Dream Clients podcast, episode 40. Today, I'm chatting with Lenise from That Content Life. She is a copywriter who has some really great exercises that all of us can use over and over in our business. She has brought up some great strategies that I've never even heard of, and I'm excited to try them in mine. So make sure you listen because I think that you're really going to love this. It's going to be really helpful if you're struggling with writing copy for your website or content planning. Lenise is your girl, so make sure you pay close attention and stick around to listen how you can snatch up her freebie as well. Make sure you go show her some love on Instagram at that content life and tell her how much you love the episode. I know that she will love to hear from you. You're listening to the Book Your Dream Clients podcast, where we believe business can be simple and you can use your intuition to run towards your goal. Self-made business and success coach, Lindsay Maloney, helps you start and scale your dream coaching business. With her step-by-step intuitive and creative guidance, you'll leave ready to put her tips into action, push your business forward, and work with your dream clients. Lindsay is here to help you get unstuck and structure your brilliance into a coaching business that's sustainable and financially exhilarating. Here's your host, Lindsay Maloney. Before we get started with this episode, I want to talk to you about my program, Standout Coaching Academy, or SOCA as everyone calls it. It's a 90-day program that's going to help you book your dream clients, and this is perfect for you if you are a coach who is ready to create, launch, or scale your coaching business, if you want to fill your calendar up with dream clients who inspire you, and you want to make an impact in the world with work that you feel called to do, I want you to enroll in SOCA. SOCA is an extremely powerful program that will take your coaching business to the next level, and I have three ways that you can join me right now, be a part of the 90 90-day program, join other like-minded women, network with them, learn the best ways that you can build your coaching business just the way that I have created and scaled mine so you can stop having those sleepless nights with all the information overload and stop doing everything by yourself. So many coaches are struggling to get their businesses started and I want that to stop right now. So I'm inviting you to go to standoutcoachingacademy.com, check it out and enroll. Lenise, thank you so much for coming onto the podcast. I've been looking forward to chatting with you. I love talking to copywriters. Um, so, and, and I know my audience loves listening to, I've had a copywriter on here before and they love listening to the episode because it's so helpful. So I'm really excited to hear from you. And I know that my audiences, I've even told them that I have another copywriter coming on. So they were pretty excited to listen. So why don't we just go ahead and have you introduce yourself and then we'll take it from there. But yeah, my name's um, Lenny Savelle. I'm a copywriter and content strategist. So my whole jam is to make magic with words, make sure that um, what you're putting on your sales page, your web page copy, um, and your content is really reflecting um, what, like your passion and really reflecting what you actually want to say to your audience and what they'll get from it. So that's kind of what I do. And yeah. So how, how did you get started with, were you always a copywriter or how did you start your business? Yeah. So it's actually like, I've, I'm a natural writer. So, um, around like college and stuff, I started out just like kind of writing, on papers and then I kind of learned more about freelance writing and got into writing like blogs and stuff and then that's where I realized that there's like um, this thing called copywriting and I was I remember reading through it like 
like what like people are paying other people for this kind of thing and then I guess it kind of it didn't um click for me that this is actually something like it's a struggle to write about yourself and it's a struggle you know to really get your message across sometimes so I kind of dipped my feet in there and then I really got into it when I started writing for um one of my own businesses for um that I co-own with my mom like three four years back and that's really where I learned like the power of making like the right words at the right time um, to the right audience. So that's how I got into copywriting like officially. And um, from there, I just started, you know, as my skills grew, I started helping other people and it's just gotten to where it's at now. I love that. Um, that is such a struggle, especially for entrepreneurs who are just starting if they've never written about themselves and they kind of know in the backs of their minds who they want to work with, but they're not sure how to convey the message. So it gets across um, when people land on their website. So when people come to you to help, they need help. What is a common struggle that you see? Yeah. So the biggest thing is um, that we get like on a phone call and stuff and they're just so passionate about the ideas and they're like, you know, they're throwing it out at me and like bullet points and conversational tone. And they're like, now I need to put this together. So it makes sense. And people are really understanding um, like the value of it because, you know, it always sounds great in your head and then you write it down and you're like, that makes, that makes no sense at all. <laughs> and then when you add in like the science and stuff of it, um, you know, like little tweaks and like, an adjective can make all the difference between somebody like bouncing off the page. So mm -hmm. I really just help them get it out of their heads and put it onto, I was going to say paper, but <laughs> put it onto the computer screen the way that they like and keeping the integrity of what they envisioned in their thoughts, but also making sure it's, you know, it translates well. Right. Yeah. There is a science to it. So can you kind of tap into that a little bit? Um, I'm not sure if people realize that, there's a reason for, you know, adding, like you said, adding adjectives to your copy or things like that. Can you just give us a couple tips um, when you're writing your own copy, things to keep in mind? Yeah. So the, the biggest struggle, I think, especially when, um, you know, I, I don't like to use the term saturated because I feel like everybody does their own thing in a unique way, but in a, in a kind of space where you can feel like it's saturated, like there's a lot of people doing the same thing. A lot of copy can come out um, like infomercial and people automatically put their guard up when it, you know, when they're being sold to like directly. Um, so the biggest thing that I like to do with my clients is like, how can we humanize your copy and how can we humanize what you're doing in your content? Um, and just taking a look at it and seeing, well, let's focus on the emotion of it instead of um, selling it. Um, so how do you want your clients to feel after, um, you know, if they're, if you're selling a service, um, when they're done with your service, how, how will they feel now that they have like, um, you know, if you're doing life coaching, now that you've helped them clarify what their goals are, how do they feel? And then we'll focus on that first. And then we'll say, you know, now that you feel more confident and you feel more clarity around your service. Um, now you can go um, sell it, you know, better, different things like that. So I really like to help them lead from the feeling first so that they can fully understand the value of what they're trying to sell. I like your strategy because that's very important when you're building anything, um, whether it's 
a course or, you know, just copy for your website is lead with the transformation and then work backwards. That's very important. I think people start at the be. You shouldn't start at the beginning. You should start yeah. at the end. <laughs> Build it backwards. Build mm-hmm. it backwards. Yeah. So if somebody, do you go on websites and you see like common things and you just kind of cringe like, oh, they, I wish people would just do this and it would come off so much better. Are there some things that you see a lot online that you wish you could just wave your magic wand and help people with? <laughs> Yeah, actually, I think, you know, go, so everything I just said about feeling, but a lot of what I see a lot of the time is people go, how would you feel if, which is good, because they, they're getting the, the idea of it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but then like, when you do that bullet point, bullet point, bullet point after bullet point, um, you know, it could start feeling repetitious and a little infomercially. Mm-hmm. So like, really, what I wish I could do is be like, just tell them directly, what they would feel you know instead of saying how would you feel like what would it mean if you could spend more time with your family or mm-hmm. imagine yourself um booking out your calls um month after month um there, you know switching up the, the or the phrase how would you feel into actually painting a picture of it like you're writing a book like you're sitting in a cafe with your friend and you're you know, you're really talking her through like something that's important to her. You know, you wouldn't, <laughs> you wouldn't sit there and like bullet point her. You would tell her a story. You would imagine with her. You would have a conversation with her. So, you know, you're getting the feeling part right, but make sure you still humanize it um, by by using by using regular conversational tones. Like if it sounds like robotic or if it sounds like if it sounds super professional, it's probably coming off you know, it's probably coming off like, um, like salesy. Mm-hmm. Right. And I, you have to recognize the, the space that you're in. So it, it depends on, you know, who you're marketing to. And, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. So a lot of people that's very intimidating for them to write copy because they feel like they're sounding too salesy because mm-hmm. they see a lot of that out there. And I like how you say you should humanize it and add the feeling in there because that's what gives people, that's what makes people sit up straight in their seat and like, okay, this person can help me. I know this person can help me achieve this goal because they've been through it themselves or like they're telling a story, like you said, and that's what helps people feel really connected with you so they can know, like, and trust you. Yeah, definitely. And then, you know, like I, I really like them to visualize themselves in a cafe, like with your best friend, like she's, she has tears in her eyes. She's really trying to figure out, um, you know, this problem and stuff. What would you say to her if you had the solution for her? How would you conversate with her and put that in your copy? Because that's usually how that emotion comes through more naturally. So if people want to take that idea, like that's a really good idea. How could you, could, could they just like write out a letter on in a word doc or how could they take this if they're writing a sales page right now, or they're trying to work on their website, what's an exercise that they could do to kind of help them tap into that conversation? Yeah. So, um, I actually have a little thing on my Instagram highlights. I think the, that specific writing exercise written out on there. Um, but basically what is, is it's, it's three questions. Like, um, so the first thing I would say is like really get into it. Like I like to put on like cafe music. I'm sitting down, like, this is serious. I'm in, I'm in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're (laughs) setting up the whole atmosphere. Yeah. 
<laughs> and then, um, so then when you're going through it, imagine how you would introduce yourself to that person, right? Or like, if they're like, what are you doing now? You know, what would you tell her? And then after you tell her, she's like, oh my gosh, I have this problem. So after she tells you what that problem is, how would you help her work through um, how that's making her feel? So then you sit down with her, you tell her, yeah, I'm doing great um, as a health coach. It's so much fun. Um, that's your introductory page. That's how you're introducing people mm -hmm. to yourself on your copy page. Because the first thing you want to do is let them know who you are and how you can help. Mm -hmm. So then afterwards, you know, you're imagining that they're sitting down and she's like, oh my gosh, I'm struggling so much with eating healthy. I feel awful. I feel always tired. Those right there are your pain points that you can put in your copy. And then now that you've talked to your friend about your pain points, um, you know, like naturally in the conversation, you would start talking about how you can help her since you're a health coach. Uh, right. So you would imagine like, what would you tell your friend now that you're now that she's like poured her heart to, out to you? What would you tell her that you can help her with? And how would you tell her is more importantly, because you wouldn't sit down with your friend, right? And be like, well, for the price of, you know, 390, <laughs> you know, I can help you for six weeks. No, you would tell her like, I, I love you so much. You're doing so great. How about I sit down with you for six weeks and we can knock out this awesome like plan, right? You know, mm -hmm. like you, there's a difference in tone between when you're with your friend and when you're when you're like writing out like the the nine nine p.m. kind of thing. That's a really great exercise. I've never um, heard anybody um, talk about that before. So that's a really um, if you have to rewind it, go rewind it a little bit, or you can go to um, Lenise's Instagram profile and yeah, it's, so it's on your highlights, right? Mm -hmm. So she is, her Instagram username is that content life and under her highlights, you can go through that exercise. And I definitely encourage people to do that because even I always recommend tapping into your ideal client, like at least once a quarter, because as you grow, your clients are probably going to grow as well. Like you go through those um, growing pains and things change. Your messaging changes because you're learning more. And by having that conversation every quarter, you're going to find that your copy is going to change a little bit because you're probably speaking a little bit differently to people. So this is something that you could just even schedule a reminder, like do your copywriting exercise, you know, at the beginning of every quarter or something. I'm all about doing things every quarter. Um, I think that would be a really great thing to do. Yeah. I think that's a great idea too, especially as your audience grows, like you said, and then as you know, your branding and stuff grows as well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. definitely. Um, and you're going to, be able to tune in more to their struggles as you work with more people. So you're going to be able to hone in more on what they need help with and their transformations might become, might be a little bit more deeper than what you thought they were a year ago. So copywriting isn't just something that you do once and you're done. Like you should always revisit it and see if it reflects your messaging today and the clients that you want to work with. That's definitely important. So do you even review your copy on your site every so often to make sure that it's in aligned with what you want? Yeah. So if anybody has like ever saw my website from the first to like now, like I'm constantly tweaking um, my copy, especially like as I do like more market research or if my focus changes or something like that, 
um, it definitely changes. And some, you know, it's not always like the whole, you know, homepage is like completely redone. It might just be like, you know what, that phrase isn't really serving me anymore or my mm -hmm. audience. So, you know, I either take it out or I change it or something like that. But I definitely review my copy as I get to know myself more, as I get to know um, my audience more. And I definitely think, especially your about me page, people forget the about me page. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, they'll go and they'll tweak their services or they'll tweak their homepage and stuff. And their about me page is still, you know, yep, two it's years like old. old information. Yeah. <laughs> you like go I there and you're like, who is this girl? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a completely different person. <laughs> Which is good, but yeah. I definitely recommend doing that. Go, that could be uh, an exercise for you all to do this week is go over to your website as a brand new person and kind of go through and think, okay, is this exactly what I want to, to go out or can I kind of tweak things a little bit? Like you said, you don't have to do this whole, you don't have to wipe the slate clean. Just look at and maybe just change a word and it can reflect more of what you want um, people to read and what they want to hear from you. Mm -hmm. And then um, making sure that the, you know, your, your copies like directing them where you want them to go to, <laughs> you know, like a mm -hmm. lot of people are like focused on, you know, they want to focus on like a group coaching or something like that, but their copy might still be um, putting the focus on like their one-on-one -on -one coaching or something. So that's right. always a detail to look for too. Definitely. And the flow of your website, um, the copy directs the flow. So like I said, I think going through as a person who has never been on your website before, you know, and just looking at how things flow, they may make sense to you because you, you're the one who's been on there more than anybody. <laughs> but if you can like wipe all that away and go in there and be like, okay, this doesn't make sense. Why did I even say that? Cause that makes no sense with what's coming. And maybe you just need to you know, kind of take a step back and, rewrite some things. I want to know about websites. What are like your, your pillar pages, what you should have on your website that can reflect um, your copy is super important with. I know it's important everywhere, but are there some kind of pillar pages that you should have that can speak your message clearly? Yeah. So, um, you know, a lot of people are hearing about how important an about me page is, but I don't think it's quite coming across how, how it's not just, um, the space for you to introduce, well, it is a space for you to introduce yourself, but mm -hmm. it's another piece of real estate for you to connect with your audience and show them how you can help them. So the focus of your about me page isn't really about you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, you should be finding, it's a way for them to connect with you as a human person, but also see how that, how that person helps them furthermore. So um, you know, like on my about me page, I tell my story about how I became a freelance writer and that journey and how that helps develop this, develop the skill to help them. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, a, a lot of people are like, they're like, yeah, I have an about me page. It's fine. Um, make sure it's, it's not focused on you. Unfortunately, I'm sorry. <laughs> I know. It, yeah. It's like the copy for the about me. It should be changed. It shouldn't even be called an about me page. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's where we're tripping it up because we, uh, we always say that your about me page is not about you. Well, then why do we call it an about me page? That's what I, I know, want to right? know. <laughs> Gee, you mean I can't put my whole biography on there? That's, <laughs> oh, not on that one. <laughs> So yeah, I would definitely say the about me page, um, of course, your homepage, you want to make sure that that's a, 
um, really optimize for your audience and it, it really directs the conversation of where you want them to go. Um, services and a, a big thing that's getting really popular is um, a start here page. Mm. Um, yeah, so that's always, I always tell my clients that's up to you if you want to do a start. It's not like it's going to ruin your business if you don't have one, mm-hmm. but it's always a good idea to see if, you know, especially if you offer a lot of services or if you offer it to a different tier of people like Mm -hmm. um you know if you offer like high-end coaching but you also offer some beginning kind of introductory services Mm -hmm. um it's always good to have like a start here page so that way people aren't getting lost on like what's available to them or what what is speaking to them like you have a very clear like if you're brand new here's your start here page and on your start here page you list out if you're this person this is what you can do if you're this person this is what i can do kind of thing. So I love that idea. I love that idea. I think that's a great way to get, especially for some visitors. Sometimes you land on your web, a website and you're like, uh, where do I start? And that is specifically saying start here. I love that idea. Yeah. So, and you know, especially with like some of the higher end things, like it can be like, I don't want to jump to the services page, you know, like if I'm, if like I'm still a bit intimidated by like high investments and stuff, Mm -hmm. this can be your way to like kind of, you know, warm them up, send them through your funnel. Like, Hey, you don't need to jump into a 5,000 sales call right now. Mm -hmm. Let me warm you up a little bit. So, right. You can use, you know, a really good freebie that you already have. You don't need to like recreate the wheel. You could create a start here page. Um, Yeah. And download a freebie. And then just like you said, put them through a funnel and see how it goes. Like, why not? You can test it out. I love that idea. Yeah. And again, like <laughs> being really specific with messaging, like we don't have to get so creative where I don't even know what you're talking about. Basically, right? things like start here. <laughs> that's like when I go through people's websites with clients or students, I think, how can we make, I always try to tell them, let's use the transformation instead of what you have here. And they're like, oh, I see. Like they're trying you don't have to try so hard. That's the yeah. thing. <laughs> it doesn't have to be like overly complicated or especially on, on the, on the actual copy itself on the page. Um, you can quite literally tell them like, if you are this person, click on these three mm-hmm. links, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I think people, you know, which is good. They're really thinking about like the copy on their webpage and stuff, but then sometimes you can get so far into your head, you overcomplicate it and make it harder for your audience. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You want people to know exactly what you do when they go to your website. So when you go to that content life, right up at the top, it says content strategist and copywriter for ambitious female entrepreneurs. I know exactly who you are here to serve. You're very clear. You're not like, (laughs) well, I don't know who my audience is. So I'm just going to be all wishy-washy and try to help everybody. Yeah. Specific with who you help. And that's so important. Yeah. So, you know, and I had my days too, where I was like, I'm going to be super creative. And I got like a little crazy and I learned. So, you know, <laughs> like if somebody's like, like, but I'm super, you know, like I like this little tagline that I have or something. Like, it's not like a personal tag, like creativity and stuff mm-hmm. has its places. But when it comes to copywriting, you want to value clarity first. Ooh, I like that. That is super important. Valuing clarity because that's what people struggle with is they are so 
stuck and they want clarity. And Mm -hmm. if you just wipe away all the extra add-ons that you keep piling on everything, then you can kind of see the light a little bit. Like we said, it doesn't have to be so hard. And I think it kind of all falls back. If you're looking really deep into it, I always like to look really deep into things. It all (laughs) comes from confidence, having confidence in your messaging and in yourself is what's holding you back from really writing good copy. Definitely. Yeah. I love that. That's, that's so true. You know, like if you're trying to like pile on like all these extra, you know, like fancy phrases and decorate it with like word glitter and stuff mm-hmm. like you, at the end of the day, it might be because you're, you're, you know, hiding your services and, and what you can do. Cause you, you know, you need more stable ground. I love that. Yeah. You're just not confident in your services enough. So you're just, like you said, piling on things like you're putting on way too much makeup and you're wearing way too many accessories and you're hiding your true self because you're afraid that you're not good enough. So you're just kind of staying stuck and, and muddy and it's hard to get results in your business when you do that. And when you wipe everything off and kind of start fresh with fresh eyes, then results start to happen because if you're not clear on your messaging, no one is going to be clear on your messaging when they land on your site. Yes. Yeah. That's very true. (laughs) I love it. You have a freebie that you would like to um, promote to our audience and it's to help them. It's your grab your free content planner. Um, Can you, we'll put the link in the show notes for them to grab that. So what is your, what kind of, um, transformation are people getting from this content planner why did you create this yeah so the uh you know off of the copywriting more into like the content strategist portion the big thing that I had is like a lot of people are pumping out a ton of content and it's not moving their business forward and it's because a lot of it is sometimes just fluff pieces right like you see like the big red space on your content calendar and you're like Mm -hmm. oh I I better put something there Mm -hmm. like I don't (laughs) I don't know what Um, So my big thing is like whenever you create content, you want to create it with purpose and you want to create it with some intention so that it moves your business forward and it helps your audience. Like, you know, we don't want to keep adding to the noise. We want to add value. Mm -hmm. And because we're business owners, we want to make profit or we want to make some change or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So um, the content planner is really to help you um, get those really good ideas into one central space. And make sure that you have an intention and a purpose behind it. So on the content planner, it keeps you focused. Like a lot of people look at it and be like, there is no space at all. It's made like that on purpose so that you can (laughs) focus on your core topics, right? Mm. Yeah. So if you're like, if you're like a blogger or like you help people with manifestation, you don't need to be putting in topics about gardening, you know, like that's (laughs) a different place. So (laughs) It, it forces you to focus on your four main buckets or your four main topics. And then it goes furthermore into like what you want them to learn or what you want them to gain from that content that you um, plan and what your call to action is for it. So even it doesn't necessarily have to be like a call to action, like come by this. Mm-hmm. It could be something as simple as like, um, here's um, download this freebie or follow me on Instagram or something like that. But you, um, you know, you want some kind of action to come from it. So what's your call to action for those four topics? That's yeah, even comes. even a call to action of answering a question or whatever, mm-hmm. just engagement is sometimes better than getting a subscriber because having a conversation with people who follow you builds such a strong connection. So I love strategy behind 
um, you know, behind your um, Instagram posts or whatever, wherever your audience is, having a strategy behind you to hold you up is super important. So definitely go grab um, Lenise's content planner. We'll put the link in the show notes. And um, I think that this would be really helpful for people. I can see, I can see some of the pages on here and I can tell that it's very like simply laid out and kind of helps you get, okay, now I know what I'm going to post this week. Cause so many people go in, it's Monday. I have nothing to say. And then they, they just throw something out there that has yeah. no purpose and then that <laughs> has them no service. Yeah. And then the other thing too, is like, even if you're don't necessarily use this as like a content, um, calendar, I almost lost the word. Mm-hmm. It's just a great um, space for a content bank as well. So like if you do have like a bunch of ideas floating in your head, write it down there and then look at your content calendar and see if it fits in or see if it moves anything forward. If not, you still have it there. It's still mm-hmm. available to you. Um, it just, you know, it's just not time for it to shine yet. So <laughs> Yeah, exactly. If it, I always teach my students, if it doesn't align with your, your direct, your, your vision, then just table it. And maybe you can mm-hmm. use it some other time, but only pump things out that are aligned to your vision, your program or your one-on-one client. And um, that's how you build your list with people who will want to work with you. Because mm-hmm. we can create anything. We can create, yeah. I could create like, here's my five recipes I use every day for whatever. Like I don't really cook, but yeah. <laughs> and then I could really build my list with that. But that has nothing to do with my ideal client or student. So it's not aligned whatsoever. So we have to be creating content and speaking to our ideal audience so our list can build so we can get clients. Yeah, absolutely. I, I don't cook either. But, you know, if you do ever in the future. <laughs> I eat though, that, but I don't. Yeah. <laughs> Send that my way because <laughs> I like to think I cook. <laughs> I can I can like heat some stuff up but and I, I if I could just live off of smoothies I would because that's just really my only thing that I really like to make and eat so maybe maybe I'll make a smoothie thing <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> oh Lenise it was so good to, ch- to chat with you um I think that our audience will really like this free download that you have um is there anything else you'd like to share with them um just check me out on Instagram, you know, if you ever need any help or have questions, I'm, I'm an open book. I like, I like to say that I speak meme and gif. So if you're a late tech person, I <laughs> oh, yeah, that's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm always looking forward to connections and getting to know um, my audience and helping people out. So like, if, if you're ever like feeling shy, don't be around me reach out. I I hang out on Instagram a lot. So so you could probably, we could DM you and ask you questions about uh, anything that we're having. um, We're stuck with a little bit. If you guys are going through the exercise that Lenise suggested that's in her highlights, I'm sure she would be more than happy to help you with it. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Lenise. Thank you for inviting me. You are welcome. want 10 ways for you to start booking your dream clients? I created this workbook for you because I wanted to share my best tips on how I book mine. You're not going to believe how easy these are and I know you'll be able to take my tips and put them into action ASAP so you can start working with your dream clients. To grab the workbook for free, all you have to do is go to lindsaymaloney.com podcast. 
Hey coaches, are you a member of the Book Your Dream Clients community yet? Because you should be. Just go to dreamclientcommunity.com to request free access. We do fun things like website audits, challenges, and we even have a book club. Join the free Dream Client community now and we'll see you there. Thank you so much for listening to the Book Your Dream Clients podcast. If you want to find out more information how you can work with me, just head on over to my website, lindsaymaloney.com. You will be able to see how you can work with me privately or in a group setting. I'm all about helping you start and scale your coaching business, so I'd love to hear from you. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on iTunes and leave a rating and review. And if you want bonus points, take a screenshot of a review and tag me on your Instagram story. I'd love to see it and share it with my audience. And plus, you don't want to miss another episode.